Alright guys, welcome back to uh, part two. Welcome back, motherfuckers. Of the podcast. This is podcast number three. Um, so this is the second part. So this is uh, podcast number three. This is podcast number three. Alright, fuck. Uh, so... Can you believe... Okay, I don't know how many times I've said this. Probably a lot. I'm Republican. So Wait, take away... Are you Republican? I vote Republican a lot. Why? Because I like my guns. And I like my meat. No, no, I, uh... I, I... It's hard. It's hard in America when you have two major parties and that's it. So I align more with Republicans. That's why I'm Republican. But, um... I still can't believe Donald Trump's our fucking president. I I really can't, and that's what that was the question you I know begged what? you. Like, can you can you believe that this guy is our president right now? Honestly, I can believe it. Want to know why? And I know I will probably. It's because people are kind of dumb. Like that movie Idiocracy that we watched a while you know what? years ago. Remember that movie? Just because somebody says something doesn't mean you believe it. The very people who voted in, voted, voted him in are ruining themselves. Like he is ruining them. They're taking away health care. They're taking away all these benefits that they have. EPA, the protections. and Yeah, it's crazy. Like... I just, I just have a hard time, and it, it's like, issue, let's come up with a solution, you know? Yeah, I agree with that, but sometimes the current solution is the best solution. You know, stop trying to make a better solution or a different solution that's going to hit everybody. Like, one guy is not going to change an entire solution. It takes his entire party and the rest of the... Uh, the Senate and the in the House. Well, I really, I really feel like having this one person as the, the quote unquote supreme ruler, right, of America, <laughs> having one person being like the oh, I know all the answers. I'm the president. I know all the answers. That's fucking flawed system. That's a monarchy. I mean, we have all these false safes. We have the judicial branch and and whatnot, and we have all these false safes in place. To prevent that from happening, but still, if something goes wrong in our country, it falls on this one person, right? I mean, one has it not. And um, I think the days of having the one pro- the one person to make all these decisions is coming to an end. I think it's bullshit. I mean, it's like having a king or queen. And yeah, they're only here for four to eight years, but holy shit, dude. I mean... Look at the the monopoly on this. You had the Bushes. And you had the Clintons. Yeah, Hillary was never president, but she was in the White House yeah, still. For sure. You so you still have that, right? You had the Kennedys. You I mean, you have all these families that are predominant political families. And a lot of these this is why our system's so fucked in my opinion. You look at our system and 90% of these people are lawyers. Where's the scientists? Where's the doctors? 
Where's the school teachers? Where's the um, laborer? Like the the um, the the person. Who... Wait, isn't Donald Trump laborer? No, <laughs> no, I'm talking about where is the person who is a um, what do they call it? A uh, career lineman or a career welder or a, uh, a vocational person because it where takes, are those people it takes millions of dollars to run for president that's run a sad, a, well no run a campaign. i'm not talking about president i'm talking about any office it takes a lot of money to run for any office the people who run for these offices make a lot of money or they're they're backed by someone who makes a lot of money exactly so we're missing a good we do not have a good balance we have not, when have we had a scientist as a president or anything, anything? Who, I mean, the head of the EPA is not a scientist. The head of the education department, or the, uh, what is it called? Federal education, whatever. Yeah. The head of that isn't a teacher. It's a fucking business person. It's all about money. It's all about business. And, and it, it, it disgusts me. Who, I mean, who is the head of um, FDA? Maybe it might be a doctor, but it's probably not. It's probably not someone very smart. Because <laughs> they... It's not somebody who it wants to be a part of and try to fix and come up with solutions. Yeah. You know, how many times have you... You've gone on and you looked and you're like, oh, wow, there's a, somebody has come up with a solution to a problem, but it costs too much money, so it's not a good solution right now. Well, you look at uh, Tesla, this, the, that just sparks my memory for Tesla right now. They, they make those uh, roof panels that not only are lifetime warranty, I believe, for like reflecting snow and all that stuff but they actually power your house because they're um solar panels the thing is is every you put money into that every house could almost be energy neutral by using geothermal solar wind especially like i'm just using flagstaff as an example but it's we regulated have, it's heavily have, regulated in this town and in, in every other town you can't have a your turbine can't be too big you can't have too many solar panels oh now you're gonna get taxed by the the company you're gonna sell your energy to and you know like they don't they're like well why should everybody else be paying for the grid and maintain the grid? But then you have the people who can afford solar panels. Um, they're not. And it's like, well, they're selling energy back. So it's like... They're selling it to... Yeah, they're selling it back to the grid. And, and the, the people who can actually afford to be off the grid. And there's... Um, I was told there's one house in our neighborhood that does not contribute anything to the grid, has their own shed with batteries and everything, um, they still get taxed for being off the grid and not paying for electricity or anything. They get taxed for that. It just boggles my mind. So they're not, they paid outright for their own solar and they pay to have their own batteries and to service all those, all those things themselves, but they still have to pay the city or the state or whoever. I don't fucking know what they're taxed by. I'd have to look into it. 
they're still taxed some way. How does that make any sense? It's like you having a well, but you're taxed because you're not using city water. But you don't, you know, well, think about the pe people out in, in, in Baderville, you know. They have their own, it's their well. You know how much those freaking things cost? To just dig a one. Sh a shit ton to see of, if it's there. A shit ton of money, let's oh, just yeah. say that. And then, then you're going to pay access to it. Yep. And maintain it. Then you have to pay, yep, it, unless you know how to do it yourself. So, even though you're off the grid, you're never really off the grid. I mean, exactly. it's safe to say. because Unless you live far enough out that you're not going to have those people regulating you. It's pretty insane. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely amazing how much money and time and effort goes into the, some of these things. And I think initially a lot of these things were put into place to protect the people, to protect, um, just to protect everything. I mean, there, there's a lot of protection things, especially when we were having the, um, economic booms, but now it's just so counterproductive to progress that we're just, we're just set back every time we, you start something, you want to get solar panels on your house. Well, you have to jump through these hoops and you have to have a specialist. You can't, you know, you install them yourself. So you have to provide, you know, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. I'm, I'm, it's just kind of ridiculous. You get anything nowadays, like you want to, you build a structure attached to your house. If I wanted to build an addition to my house, I have to pay someone. Well, no, no, no. First of all, I have to pay to build the structure first to get the permit. Then I have to make sure it's okay with the HOA, with the city, with the county, whatever. And then they're going to say no and they want me to pay someone else to build it for me because I don't have the right credentials to build it. And it's just like it's my house. It's my property. I And I can't build my own structure. That's bullshit. Well, that's like the whole thing is back in the day, you would go out and you'd homestead a property. Boom. And you'd cut the trees that were on it, and you would build on it, or whatever. And nobody cared. But yeah, nowadays it's like every again it comes you down to you can't even cut the trees on your own property yeah, most of the time. I know you have to get approval through the whatever board, and you know the color of your paint, the color, you know, oh you're redoing something in the front of the house, you got to get it approved. Right. And that's it's like, and that's all HOA stuff. But like the guy who owned all that land down the street at Bashes. Remember that guy who decided he didn't want those trees anymore and burned them down? He got in trouble because... Well, so, yeah, so... <laughs> he, They were like, you can't cut these trees down and you're, we're, gonna, we're gonna find you. And he's like, well, it's my property. And so what he ended up doing was he cut them down, sold the property, and they built a hotel on top of it. And he made a shit ton of money still. Fine, I'll pay the... You can't tell me what to do, and you know what? I'll pay the fine. Fine. But it's bullshit that it happens. Your trees, your property in the first place. But yet, they still say, oh yeah, building a five-story hotel in the middle of downtown is totally okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, but, but you know what? Years later, ten years later, maybe more, 
it's probably t more than 10 years ago. Oh, we're going to let you build something downtown, five stories. When... Oh, and then another five-story structure right near near that, on the train tracks. The hub. Oh, the hub. You know, it's like, it just blows my mind. It's The, the guy's probably, if he's not dead, then he's probably like super pissed off. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Mm. At least I made some money off of it, but it probably costed him $25,000. Yeah. And fines. It's just, you know, it's crazy. It's, it literally is, blows my mind. Unbelievable. I don't know how um, a lot of these skilled vocational workers make a living in this. Well, I know how they make a living. I don't know how they afford to live in this town sometimes. Um, I mean, I, well, I guess I do know because a lot of these guys are pulling side jobs. They're working six days a week, seven days a week just to afford to live in this town. Guy who did my concrete, he works a full-time job Monday through Friday, full-time concrete job, gets paid, you know, probably 14, 15 bucks an hour. Well, he's a foreman now, so he might get $20 an hour now, which is actually a good amount of money, but he, um, uh, maybe not though. I don't know how much, I really don't know how many he makes, but this guy pulls side jobs like crazy just to live in this town and he lives in a house he's like he told me my house is huge and he has five kids <laughs> and a wife and you know a wife and all that stuff you know so and he's working probably six to seven days a week every week just to f afford that can you imagine i can't imagine going through life working six to seven days a week every week and you're not doing anything. You're going home. You're doing the routine. And you're just you're just working. You're just fucking working. You're not going on trips. You're not doing anything fun. You are purely living your life to work. I can't imagine a life like that. And I feel like I have that right now because I work five days a week. Dude. That's, that's the, the dilemma. I work, well, until you moved up the ladder, work three days a week, three twelves, 36 hours. It's hard work, but, you know, I mean, for me, it ends up being 13 hours, 13 and a half hours. Every day. Days, yeah. Going at three five, days a week. Going at 5.30, get home around 6.45, 7 o'clock. But... You're done. You have four days off every week. And you don't have to worry about your job. Because you know what? I'm going to go home and somebody else is doing... It's somebody... It's it's literally somebody else's responsibility. Once I swipe my badge, it's somebody else's responsibility. I, you know, like, I, I am very grateful in that aspect. But look at these vocational guys who... And I feel bad. It's like, it's crazy. They work... They work that much time, and then their business slows down for winter or whatever. And then they're like, oh, fuck. I'm only working three days a week because we don't have jobs. 
my boss doesn't have jobs, so he can't pay us to work. You can't just, he doesn't, they don't get paid to just show up like we do. We get paid to show up, that's, right? That's that's, that's that's 50% of it. Yeah. Show up. Show up. That's 50%. These guys don't get paid to show up. They get paid when there's work. If they got paid to show up, it wouldn't be a big deal. These guys get paid because there's a job to do. For us, now I've gotten paid to go to work and sit on my ass for fucking eight hours until the last four hours of my shift, I had shit to do. Now, for me, I'm the one who has to say... You have to make those decisions. You're going home. Sorry. But well, you're still there. I don't. Yeah. And you're like, unless somebody else wants it, I'm sending you home. You know? So, but the thing is, is it hasn't really slowed down. Right. I mean, is it? You, you know, as it's kind of like that exponential increase as time goes on, you have more and more patience to the point where... It's not going to be good, but it's the exponential curve because the baby boomer generation is getting older and older and older, and it's going to get exponential over the next 10 to 15 years. And then, you know what's going to happen? But can you imagine having this type of job where you don't have pay time off? When I you, you have benefits. These guys all have benefits. They just don't have pay time off, and they don't have... Well, there's that new law that passed where they get 48 hours of sick leave. I missed that meeting, so I don't know the specifics. It's okay, I watched it. You did? Okay, yeah. cool. So they have 40 hours. 40 hours? Yeah. So you get 40 hours of sick leave. Oh, pay time. Pay time sick leave. So all these full-time guys get that now, which is great. But they don't get... Um, I mean... Look, you don't have a job. It's forty hours. Do. It's one week, dude. You get one week. You get one week off. A year. A year. That's pretty intense, dude. Yeah. For us, it's like well, you, we have a. Bank. What do they say though? I'm curious. What do they do? They say like, okay, well, they can take forty hours off without getting any number strikes or whatever. Yeah. So you can't be punished for, for, for up to forty, 40 hours. hours. <laughs> That's such bullshit. And then after that, you can get, you know. You can get... So then you go to the point system again? For us, yeah. For us, yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of bullshit. I don't agree with that, but I guess it's kind of cool. That's a good buffer to have. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is it ends up going back to what we were using before. Well, well no, it does, because, well, with the point system, if you had the flu or you had something like FMLA-ish, then you didn't get points. So now you use that bank no matter what. You use what. that bank no matter what. <clears throat> but the bank is PTO. It's not, they're not separate. Right, so right, right. The, if you have 40 hours and you have 40 hours of PTO, it's the same. If you have 10 hours of PTO and 40 hours in your bank, it's 10 hours. Mm. So it's whatever PTO, because they say 40 hours of your PTO should be for sick leave, not vacation. You should have at least 40 hours. That's why you can't take out more than 40 hours. Which is fine. I mean, for me, I don't really care because I'm you know, i pretty healthy. I don't call in a lot. Well, so I don't fucking care anymore because I'm fucking salary and I get that shit loaded on to my salary. I mean, I mean, 
I've not. I this is the first time in my your ten year. You're twenty eight years old and, and healthy, and you go to the gym and you work out and you eat well. So you're not going to be calling off a lot. But this is the first time in ten years since I started with this organization that I've had a hundred hours or more PTO. I've never had more than that because you have responsibilities. So you're not taking vacation. Whoa. No, it's because I'm not clocking in or out. And I'm there five days a week now. Rather than three days a week and I'm clocking out 30 minutes early because you don't stay until 23 after, right? So I'm clocking out 20 minutes early. You've been there for 10 years though. You should be getting a lot of hours. I get a lot of PTO, yeah. But it's just it's just insane to look at it that way. You know, you... It's like, I make more hours in PTO if I don't work. <laughs> Not really, but... It's almost, you know, it's close. It's like close, yeah. I take one day off and it's like, okay, I still get like eight hours of PTO or whatever. Yeah. But, it's crazy. I, I, the whole point of this is, look at those guys who are, that don't have this job, who are the foundation they're literally the foundation of America. Healthcare is not the foundation of America. But yeah, we get a shit ton of benefits. That's what, that's what's, you know, I wanted to work on cars. I'm glad I don't. Me I'll tell too. you that. I wanted to weld. I wanted to fabricate. I, that's my main goal in life. I wanted to do what I wanted to do so I could pay to be a fabricator. And that's, that's ultimately, I say this. Sometimes doing what you don't want to do pays off in the long run you know what healthcare pays and it always will for at least 10 to 15 more years <laughs> no it will yeah it will people will always get sick and yeah you know this is what i said when i was younger i don't want to do anything with healthcare i don't want to do i don't want to do it and here i am in healthcare doing something that i don't necessarily want to do but you know what I own a home, I have a family, and I'm happy. Yeah. We you get know, to do this on our spare time. I have four days off a week. I have paid time off. You know, I'm a supervisor. Like, you can't really complain too... I, I can't complain too much. I really can't. Do I want to work five days a week? No offense. <laughs> Manual labor, like... Those jobs are more gratifying. Well, you're outside all day. Exactly. And you're more of a manly. Like, when I... I don't... You probably don't have this as much as I do, but when I, like... Like Carlos, the dude who did my concrete. I meet that guy. And he's done jobs for me before, and I'm like, Hey, man, how's it going? And blah, blah, blah. I shake his hand, and I'm like... I have calluses on my hand only for the pure fact that I lift weights. You have calluses on your hand and your fingers and your fingernails and every pad of your hand that is not soft. My, I have only one part of my hand that's hard, that's calloused from lifting weights, right? His whole hand's calloused because he is a hard man who works five days a week. And so I shake this guy's hand and I feel... I feel less of a man at that point in life. I really do. I feel like this guy is above me. 
because he is more of a man than I am. Is that a, a rational thought? In my, I mean, that's the question I have. Is in that's my observation. Is like, is that rational to think that way, or is it just me being a so, pussy? There's the people who give the consumer what they the consumerism, and then there's the people who who um, take it. So ultimately the individual becomes a consumer and I call it consumerism because when you go out and you're consuming products and, and services, you are a consumer and it's consumerism and um, the American mentality is you're always going to be a consumer. You know, the rest of the world is they produce products and they produce services and there are services in the United States that produce consumers, but you know when you start moving up the ladder in the amount of money you make, you are really you really become a consumer. Consumerism, you know, you you just spend money to to enjoy life, and ultimately we should always strive to be consumerisms because. My mentality is life is meant to be lived, not wasted. And if you can find an avenue that supports life, whether it's an idea towards consumerism or professionalism or whatever, if you're happy with what you're doing, you're gonna be you're gonna fulfill your life. You know, we can't just. But, but I'm more at a basic the basic principle of this is a guy who works outside no if, matter what. He does he, not work inside, right? If and he's he, happy though, that's that's what I'm getting at. But, it's like if that fulfills something deep down inside, and this is the thing, is we live in America, I'm gonna be patriotic here, is you can be whoever you want to be and you know what ultimately you can move into the next town over and nobody gives a shit who you are because you can define who you are as a person if you don't want to lay concrete anymore a little bit of education goes a long way but what i'm trying to say is I'm feeling when I meet these guys that work on my house or they're tradesmen who that's their trade. That's what they've been doing for the past however long, but they're experts in that trade. Most of them, there's a couple where you're like, dude, I fucking know more than you. And I only framed for four years of my life. I, I framed houses. That's all I did. And I know more than you. you. You meet these guys though. And you're, and you're like, God, this guy's a fucking man's man. He works outside, he f works the dirt, and then he puts up forms and he pours concrete. And it's laborious, it's hard, it's hard work. It's You're out in the sun, you're working your ass off. My whole point is, like, I'm, I would go as far as saying, I wouldn't say intimidated, but it's like bordering intimidated and just being like, Wow, I meet this guy and I'm just like, fuck, I'm jealous a little bit. He probably work, he works hard and I'm going to work hard for him or and, and he's going to pay me for it. 
So, well, it's to get on that level. This this brings up a whole different, uh, like point that I want to make. Maybe not point, but a whole discussion topic is to get on that level to where it's like a lot of these guys try to take advantage of you because they think you're just some guy who sits behind a fucking desk and who has a, makes a lot of money. Which in my case, I don't. Yeah, I sit. I sit behind the desk, or you can say I, I'm an, I have a desk job. I don't make a lot of money. I mean, to the person, to the person who, what? This is the thing. What's a lot of money? Like, right, it's right, all relative. Yeah. For me, a lot of money is over one fifty. So I would say, I mean, really, I don't make a lot of money. So my whole point is or the whole discussion topic is these guys look at me and they're like, Oh, this guy makes a lot of money. He can afford it. Let's charge him a little more. And for me, the whole, the whole point is I'm trying to prove to these guys that, Hey, I'm like you. I've had real experiences like you have. I've just put myself in this position because I've worked fucking hard to get myself in this position. I'm not in this position because it was given to me. And I feel like a lot of these guys assume, um, a lot of people assume that this, you know, was given to me. I was, I've worked my ass off. I've done, I've done manual labor. I've done a lot of things and it's, and, it, and it's, it's almost, and like I said, it's almost like intimidation at some point. It's, it's like, wow, these guys have worked their asses off. They have, and I don't look down on them. And I feel like sometimes, um, I would say they feel like I look down on them and that's why they can try to highball me or whatever. So, I don't know. That's kind of my point. That's the, the whole object is to say, So long to say, don't mind me. So Josh is over here. He has to make dinner for his wife for when she gets off of work. So he's over here peeling a uh, zucchini. I'm, I'm make zucchini noodles. Zucchini noodle pesto zucchini noodles with chicken. We've done that a hundred times, and it super healthy. I like the hand. I like the hand crank one, not that one. But well, you whatever. know what? We're not all teach their own. We don't all live in the life of birth. Yeah, you know, I've, when I was younger, I've been there. You know, you're in that, the life of... Oh, well, real quick. So you're looking at, this is what I was saying. So you're looking at these guys. So when you were younger, you did a lot of manual labor as well. Yeah. But you look at these guys and you're like, wow. They're still I'm gonna, that. Like, they must make a lot of money because I'm doing this for them. And, and then you try to upcharge them because you think they can afford it when it's like, dude, that's fucking a lot of money. Yeah, regardless of who you are. I mean, you know, if you're going to charge me a lot of money, I feel like I, I need some production quality. You know, like when you, if, if you're going to charge me money when you say you're going to be here at 9 o'clock, you better be here at 9 o'clock. When you're gonna do a job for me, 
better do it correct. And I don't, I shouldn't have to call you or there shouldn't be an issue. <clears throat> and what I've noticed is the people who do charge a little bit more money or you have a set of standards, they tend to follow that better is what I've noticed. Is like, you know, I've like, I've had contractors like, <clears throat> not contractors, like general contractors, but people come out and they're like, you know, like a roofing contract and they come out and, you know, they, they quote you and then you're like, okay, well, when can I do that? And they're, they say, I can do it right now if you want. And you're like, oh, okay. How much is it going to be? It's going to be this much and we'll just send you a, a bill. You know, they're like, they don't, they're not, they're not waiting for a check. They're saying, oh yeah, we'll send you an invoice and you can, you have 90 days to pay us. Just whatever. Like, it's not about the money. It's about just doing the job. And that's the thing. It's like, do the job. That's what Being I'm fair about it. Being fair about it. I would pay more to do a good job. So what's trending now is that, uh, you know, President Trump's trying to focus the Russian election meddling on Obama now, apparently, saying, oh, it's Obama's fault, but we'll see what comes of that. They're talking about the health care bill, as always. I think a lot of like CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, they don't talk about anything. They talk about bullshit drama like that you could catch on TMZ or any of those like MTV shows or anything like that. It's like that's not what American people are looking for. We need a news network that's actually going to talk about fucking news worldwide. And not just focus on, oh, Trump. Oh, look at Trump. His wife didn't hold his hand. He lost his hair. Oh, Trump got a haircut. We need to know about what's actually going on. And to really know what's going on, you have to read the newspaper. You have to read fucking five newspapers and listen to three different TV shows probably. Um, it's so ridiculous what it's come to. It's just all consumerism based now. Um, how Trump is empowering the military and raising some eyebrows. Pelosi. So Pelosi will likely know best when she doesn't have the votes to stay in power. I mean, we just, it's just a bunch of bullshit news and that's what it is. It's all, when they talk about media, the media is everyone who is mainstream. It's mainstream media. They, it's everyone who is reporting bullshit. That's what I consider mainstream media. You cannot get an accurate story from mainstream media anymore. I remember when I was a kid, and I would say it was when I was a kid, what I'm referring to is that election of Al Gore and J-Dub Jr., those two were running against each other. And that was the last good news reporting 
And it wasn't on the election, it was on the world front. They were reporting everything from climate change, who's bombed who, blah, 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 everything. We don't get that report anymore. You know, there's civil wars going all over the world. There is crazy shit happening all over the world. Did you know that in the, the Arctic, that one of the U.S. run labs just fucking fucked up and melted all these cores that they've been working on for the past 50 years? So these cores <laughs> that they've drilled, these ice cores, are no longer accurate. I mean, there's things like that that happen every day that we don't know about because we're ill-informed by the mainstream media. We're not getting accurate coverage of anything worldwide or in the country. And the thing is, like, you can see it. I mean, you can see, you know, if if you pay attention to news releases, um, you can see that people... You can see that people, you can see that people have, you know, any, anything to get the views, to get the clicks, to get the views, to get the, the likes, the likes or whatever, um, the follows or whatever. And so you really have to do your own research and you really have to come up with your own opinion. You gotta do research through multiple different avenues. You could look at the Washington Post. You can look at the New York. You can look at, you know, YouTube. You can look at all these different avenues, and you know, you can listen to us, you know. But you really gotta do your own research, and you really gotta develop your own opinion because ultimately it comes down to yourself and your beliefs. You need to come up with your own opinion on things. And um, for me, it's like you have to see both sides. You, of course, every news avenue is going to have their view, their side, their research. Um, and you, you got to take the other side into consideration and be like, okay, yeah, I, I agree with this side or that side, or I can see both ways, I'm neutral, whatever. You have to, you got to take that in consideration because if you don't, you're going to be very opinionated and you're going to be very oh have a one-sided view on on everything um yeah when you say one-sided view i'm i i absolutely agree and that's what i've been ranting about but what's gonna get us the other view people People nationwide are, I just feel, jumping on the bandwagon of the most drama or what's on Facebook, what's on Twitter, what's on whatever mainstream media there is. They're just trying to get on that and trying to figure out what the most legitimate story is. I, I I just think it's absolutely insane to listen to one like i'm only gonna listen to fox news i'm only gonna listen to cnn i i think it's insane to be that way and to think that you're gonna just get your information from one source you really have to compare the sources and you have to understand their bias and that's the bottom line
So I encourage everyone to do that. Let's uh, change gears here. Let's, shift gears. Let's uh, shift gears here to um, something else. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about some happy news. The Senate just uh, looks like Junior White, the panda, just had a baby. Who did? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, part of this, uh... Alright, motherfuckers. This is part two. This is, uh, Brickley's Incorporated. Uh, we're gonna talk about multiple exciting topics.